When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast, 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news, first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Polaris, and a special guest, Jennifer Lee Chan from NBC Sports Bay Area. Jennifer, thanks for joining us again. No problem. Glad to be on. How exciting is it that we're headed into the postseason after such a long time, it seems like, since I've talked to you guys on here. Of course, we see each other often in the locker room and on the field, but uh, nice to be back. Absolutely. So before we dive into the divisional round, Jennifer, how was your wild card weekend? I'm sure slightly less stressful with the bye, but tell me all about it. Yeah, it was super mellow. It's so weird to still have the team be in it, but be able to be at home and watch the games from my couch. It was so weird, really nice and relaxing, but also a little weird. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. No 49ers football. It feels like it's an off weekend, but the Packers upset over the Cowboys went viral. They're the hot team, you know, getting into the playoffs. So my first question for you is how are the 49ers going to handle the hot team as of late, the Green Bay Packers? I think one thing that they've really got to do on defense is make Jordan Love one-dimensional. I think he's been so good down the stretch. He's developed into a really accurate passer. Really, I think as Nick Bosa said, doing what he's been told to do. And it kind of makes me re- like go back to what Brock Purdy was like in the playoffs in his first year doing it last year. And, you know, if, if a quarterback can just go through the progressions, make their reads, deliver the pass from point A to point B – and not turn the ball over, I think he can be really effective. So making him throw the ball instead of relying on the the run, I think is going to put a little bit more pressure on him, which could be a little bit more challenging, but I think he's a really good quarterback. It's going to be a tough job for the 49ers defense. Yeah, it's going to be a challenging matchup up ahead, but Lindsay, the 49ers had their first practice today. What's the latest on injury updates and how did practice look? Yeah, you know, I think everyone is just excited to finally be in a game week. And you can definitely feel that energy around the building. Certainly, I think the 49ers and head coach Kyle Shanahan did a really good job of simulating a game week during the bye week, pretending that everyone was going to be full go. But you just can't replace an actual 
playoff intensity game week. Um, and the good news is too, that week off, that week off from playing a game really did help the 49ers in terms of health. Um, we had just three players not practicing today. Defensive lineman Cleveland Farrell, he's dealing with that knee injury. Linebacker Dre Greenlaw, who has some Achilles tendonitis and safety Logan Ryan. However, good thing on Greenlaw and Ryan, they are both expected to be at practice tomorrow. Defensive lineman Eric Armstead back with his position group again, looking like he's just getting back into the swing of things, which is a very, very positive sign for the 49ers. And then safety George Odom had his 21-day practice window open. He's right now in a blue non-contact jersey, but also getting those reps as well. Nice. Well, one name that jumps off from that list is defensive lineman Eric Armstead. The Niners are hoping that they could see him in this first playoff game. But Jennifer, we haven't seen him in game action since I think that Eagles game. So what type of impact does he bring to the 49ers defense? I think just like I was mentioning before, really stopping the run, he and Javon Hargrave in the center of that defensive line are going to really have to do a job of stopping Aaron Jones. And I think if you look at that, if they can accomplish that, if he can stay healthy, both those two stopping the run in the center of the defensive line, I think is going to make a huge impact on how the defense performs. I mean, Voyner's defense has been playing good throughout the season, but obviously it's ratcheted up for the playoffs and man, the bye week came at such a good time for them. I think it's really important that they got the bye week and home field advantage. They don't have to travel to these cold ve cold weather venues. I mean, you look at what Buffalo looked like. You look at what Kansas City looked like. You know that the 49ers are so happy. They don't have to pack all that gear for one and have to face a playoff game in those freezing, frigid temperatures. So, I mean, playing at home and having this bye week was so impactful for their journey on the postseason. Definitely. And during this bye week, they got to kick their feet up, watch the wild card weekend play out. But Kyle Shanahan got quick to work with that first playoff game, the first wild card game coming to a close. So, Lindsay, we heard a little bit about his game planning story in his press conference today. But how exactly did Kyle Shanahan drop the game plan for the divisional round? Yeah, I think it was very advantageous, obviously, that the Packers-Cowboys game was the first matchup of all the NFC games this weekend. Um, and yeah, head coach Kyle Shanahan, all the coaches were already in the building, kind of just anxiously waiting to see who they actually need to begin game prepping for. And just with, you know, you saw how charged the Packers came out um, and were scoring immediately and often in that first half against the Cowboys. So he actually said that, uh, yeah, the game hadn't hadn't quite hit zero when he started game planning for the Packers just because of the direction that it was heading very quickly. Um, so, yeah, I think the 49ers were really happy to know their opponent early and just have even just those extra hours to know, OK, this is who we're playing and this is how we have to attack. Yeah, and the Green Bay Packers are a familiar foe for the 49ers. This is going to be the 10th time in NFL history that these two teams are seeing each other in the postseason. So, Jennifer, can you just talk about this postseason rivalry and what your memories are from that last divisional game in Green Bay? Man, that last game in Green Bay, what a what a game. And, you know, I kind of revisited that when Robbie Gold retired just recently, that, you know, Talanoa Hufanga getting his hands on that blocked punt and then – the 49ers marching down the field, that game-winning field goal attempt from Robbie Gold. I mean, what an emotional game. And I think when you look at the postseason and these rivalries that come up, it's about keeping your emotions in check. I think the players, you know, I, it's a veteran locker room, which is really good. And I think 
Brock Purdy, having had gone through the playoffs last season, is also going to keep everybody kind of level-headed. They've had time to regroup, time to get healthy. And I think another guy who's healthy right now, who's so important for the 49ers, is Christian McCaffrey. Back at practice, he's full go. I think that makes a huge difference for the 49ers offense heading into this matchup. Definitely. Jennifer just talked about it a little bit. A lot's changed since that 2021 season divisional round game. So, Lindsay, what are your initial thoughts on Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey now in the mix for the 49ers offense against Green Bay's defense? Yeah, you know, I think a healthy, healthy and rested CMC is a very dangerous thing. Obviously, we saw just how impactful he was for this team. 21 total touchdowns during the regular season. When you have him at full go, that's incredible. And then you think about all the other amazing pass catchers that Brock Purdy has. You know, you think of George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, who's also doubles as a running back. I mean, I think that along with Brock Purdy being incredibly efficient and taking care of the ball most of the time, really Christmas Day was the only time that he had issues with that. The Packers defense is absolutely going to have their hands full. And that Packers defensive squad kind of finished middle of the road in that regular season. We saw them do very well against the Cowboys. Um, but, you know, I think with the playoff intensity and just how rested and recharged this 49ers offense is, it's going to be a difficult battle. Definitely. Now let's look at the opposing offense. Jennifer, who are some names the faithful should keep their eye on on the Packers side? I mean, Jordan Love for one. He's just playing lights out. And Aaron Jones are, you know, those two together. And they've got a lot of receiver weapons as well. I think it's a really well-balanced offense. And when you look at the fact that Matt LaFleur is on the other side, I mean, you know, just another guy from the Shanahan tree. I think the fact that he's the one behind it and you look at also the fact that now he really has his system in place. I think with Aaron Rodgers being there, I think he had to kind of mold his offense to what Aaron Rodgers wanted to do and could do. And now it's really Matt LaFleur's system. And so Jordan Love just working it out on the field, you see him being comfortable and confident. And that's coming to Levi Stadium. It's going to be a really fun show, I think. Definitely. The game prep is just getting started. But before we close out today's episode, we want to do some early bold predictions. So, Jennifer, do you have a bold prediction for the 49ers' first playoff contest? Ooh, I think the 49ers, looking at Christian McCaffrey's health, I think he's going to have one rushing touchdown and one receiving touchdown, at least 100 yards on the ground. All right, I like it. Lindsay, any bold predictions for this one? Jennifer, that was almost word for word what I was going to say, except I was going to say three touchdowns and one of them at least through the air. So I think I'm expecting a really, really big CMC game. Just he's coming back from that mild calf strain. He's at 100 percent and it's the playoffs. So we're cranking it up a notch. Yeah, you look at how anxious he was to, you know, when he was, you could see it on the sidelines when, the, you know, he was sidelined during the Rams game, that last regular season game. You could just feel it coming through his skin that he wanted to be on the field, even though he wasn't 100%. So, you know, <laughs> now another week off for the bye and then now heading into the playoffs, you know, he's ready to go. One of the funniest things that Kyle Shanahan said during his presser is that uh, Christian McCaffrey has been ready for every playoff game that he's ever been a part of, basically from Pop Warner all the way up to the pros. And I very much believe that, just seeing how how energetic he is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just itching to get into those red end zones, those playoff end zones. It should be a fun sight to see. But that will do it for today. Thank you so much, Lindsay and Jennifer, for joining me in this update. 
Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com.